0: Up, so i got my boat tie on yeah i could be chilling now so i got my dad hat on yeah wow wow i could be chilling now so i got my dad hat on yeah i could be suiting up so i got my bow tie on yeah dad hat and boat ties dad hat symbol dad hat and boat ties dad hat symbol could be suitin' up, so I got my bow tie on, yeah, I could be chillin' out, so I got my dad hat on, yeah, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats
1: and bow, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. Yo, 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 what's goody? It's the Kid XAB.
0: It's your man, distinguished. We got an echo device here. Shout out to the co-host, the echo <laughs> device that is our voices. All right. That shit
1: was echoing. Od. I
0: was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna blame this guy. He did it. That's why he 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 back here looking at me. <laughs> shit.
1: All right, so uh, so we both had shitty weeks. Uh, it yeah, seems like. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so this all man moment is gonna be kind of crazy. Uh, so I'm gonna start off with mine. Uh, my all man moment has been this entire fucking week. So, like, last week, I don't know if you guys heard in the episode, but my voice was, like, OD weird. And I had, like, the sore throat. So, I'm thinking, like, yo, it was a regular sore throat, whatever the case may be. Like, the shit will go away when it goes away. Um, but the shit never went away. So, I was like, fuck it. Let me go to, to uh, urgent care. Went over to urgent care. These niggas, these niggas didn't even, like, do a full assessment. They off-rip off new. They were like, oh, you need antibiotics. So, I've been on antibiotics for the last couple days. And I don't know what the fuck is up with it, but it's been fucking up my system. And I think it's been the cause of three sickle cell attacks. So, uh, yeah. All fucking man right there.
0: Wow. Um, yeah, I had a I had an all-man moment today. I almost fucking quit my job. Uh shout out to my co-workers that's watching. Yeah, I almost quit, my niggas. Dead ass. Y'all niggas would have been ass the fuck out. Um
1: What's good, Nigel? We see you. Uh
0: I had You a... supposed
1: to be here, but we see you.
0: Woo! Damn. Um anyway. Uh yeah, I had a I had a situation where I had to uh move a few things about six, seven blocks, but I had to keep going back and forth to like make the delivery. And long story short, um what I went through today like made me be like, you know what? I I think it's best that I just, you know, try to look for another job. So if y'all know anybody that's hiring, let me know. I will do it. I will clean bathroom stalls, I'll clean off the windows. Suit. In the suit. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm not biased. I'm not bougie. I will take the job. Yo, if I got to clean shit from a bathroom stall at a gas station at 12 at midnight, I'll do it. I don't know
1: about that. Uh,
0: I'm about this bread. New York City's finest. You'll never find another hustle like my That sound like a
1: Discovery ID situation going on. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. uh, what, What was that show? Odd Jobs. Motherfucker would do odd jobs and shit. Yeah.
1: I don't know, you oh, yeah. sound like you're gonna get kidnapped, nigga. I don't yeah, know about yeah, I'm that.
0: with it though. Resumes is in the car. I'm dead ass.
1: What's up, Key? We see you. Yo, I actually wanted to shout out Key. We're about to talk about um this bars in a barbershop recap. Um but I really wanna shout out Key because Key is really a writer. And like, to me, she's the epitome of what you know you want in a young lady that you're dating and trying to get serious with, and one day will turn into your wife. So I wanna, you know, give kudos to her and give kudos to you, cause like y'all a real powerhouse and she held down the door um during Bars in the Barbershop. And like I really respect that. So
0: Word. Shout out to you, baby. Love you.
1: Alright, so uh let's talk about Bars in the Barbershop a little bit.
0: Yo, uh shout out to shout out to my co-producer Miracle. Um shout out to uh Harry, the owner of the shop, shout out to uh, the entire staff, Nadib, shout out to all of my ambassadors, shout out to Eat the Blog Boy, um, shout out to XAB for jumping on board, uh becoming one of the first judges for the showcase. Shout out to Mo. Shout out to my director of operations, sin. Shout out to all the artists who jumped on board. Uh Kenny Dubb, I see you, Ronnie Brown, I see you, sitcom life, I see you, psychotic, my man the hooks, uh, who ended up winning the entire Nah that
1: board. that competition was dope, bro. Was, like the artists, tough. the artists really like there was no kind of it wasn't like a huge, you know, gap in between the artists. They all right, came right, right.
0: gapping like caliber. Right right, 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 right. Okay.
1: They all came with something powerful. I actually, I really like sitcom. Um, and yeah. the vibe that she brought. Um, and and Matt, you know, Murdoch, um, mm-hmm. Hooks. He was he was doing his thing throughout the whole competition. Like yeah, he was. from the first round, he came hard. Right. So Ronnie, Ronnie
0: Brown bought the bars. Though, yo, bro. Ronnie, damn, yo, yo, you crazy, Ronnie?
1: Yo, Ronnie, really living color. That shit. shit, Ronnie, Ronnie went O.D. So <laughs> I really respect Ronnie for his shit too, for yeah. sure.
0: And I, 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 mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't respond to everybody's tags or everybody's, uh, hit ups and text messages and emails. But I definitely appreciate, uh, what you sent to my phone, Ronnie Brown. Definitely appreciate. Uh, what you sent to my phone sitcom. Definitely appreciate what you sent to my phone, Kenny Dub. Uh, they definitely took the time out to to reach out and say, you know, it was definitely a dope experience. Uh, for the first time in a long time, they felt like it was a very fair and modest showcase. I appreciate that. So we we just striving over here to make it bigger and better. So I'll see you guys at the same spot. Uh, 158-11 Archer Avenue, Jamaica, Queens, New York, 11432. At Urban America Haircutters, uh, May 27th, it's the second annual Balls in the Barbershop. Uh, So, yeah, come through. Yeah, May 27th. So, you know, we'll be in the
1: building. Uh, Memorial Day weekend is going to be lit. Shit fire. Yeah. Um, all right, so speaking of hair, <laughs> this nigga French Montana <laughs> oh God. Um, was trying to clap back Damn. at a motherfucking fan, I think on Twitter or some shit like that. Damn, like and he called her nappy. Nappy and this that a third and whatever, but he got a lot of backlash for calling her nappy. Of course, I mean, um, how do we feel about the this Morocco and the face ass nigga <laughs> call calling our Nubian princesses nappy? Does he get a pass because he down with the black community, or or how we feel about that?
0: I mean, I feel like that word just gets. Remember remember years ago, uh Don Imus when he was on a radio show and he called those uh the 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 the, the, the basketball players nappy headed hoes?
1: Yeah Yo. he was wild. he
0: was wild, and he didn't even get fired for that shit. That's it's crazy to me. Um or, or suspended for that matter. I feel like that word nappy though, depending on how it's used and then who's using it, yeah. I think that's like anybody could say like nappy would be considered a derogatory term, especially if you're referring to a woman, uh, a, a woman. Like I feel like for a dude Yo, man, you got naps in here. You got peas in your hair. Like, a little joke. But for for women, like they they might take that more, you know, to the head and to the heart. And uh I, I think that's kind of fucked up. Um
1: I yeah. mean, I feel like nappy, regardless of race, no matter who's using it, even when black people use nappy, yeah. like you said, it's derogatory. Yeah. You never say nappy in like a in a progressive way, like, oh, you you're not and I feel like it's a it's a when black people use it, it's a form of self-hate. Like because you're describing what your natural hair is like, like oh it's nappy, like that's not what your hair is, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's already derogatory. So for like someone who is not black and and yeah he get he get a little bit of a black card because you know we let him say nigga, we let him do whatever the case may be because he's been down with the hip hop culture for forever. Um, But I I also feel like even if he was black, I would be like, bro, you could have used a different. Terminology to come back his the def- in his defense what he said was he doesn't come from places where people can say whatever about you and you don't clap back and I understand that but clap back in a way that that's funny like that was corny to me I don't think it was that was mad, it wasn't man. it was corny it wasn't thoughtful and I mean I know he ain't known for jokes but like my nigga you gotta the nigga you, look like a joke sometimes yeah so you gotta do better than that
0: I'm huh like, I'm like you don't even like he don't even look like how he rap. Like, he look like he's, like, faking a a, a rap voice. Like, rappers just naturally have a, a voice, some rappers, and then there's other rappers that add to it. But French be sounding like, bro, you don't even talk like how you rap in real life, bro. Nah, bro. I be with the cheese and the trap. Like, nah, you do have a regular nigga, conversation with me like that? <laughs> what the fuck you but that
1: about? nigga really was in the streets, though, OD. <laughs> so I I remember when this nigga was, was coming up. That nigga was definitely in the streets. Walling like st- R.I.P. Chinks, though. Yo, who killed Chinks, French? Who killed him? I don't know if he know that, bro. Who killed him? Um, sir?
0: niggas be moving funny out here. We just, we, you just saw, you just sent me the shit. Somebody, quote unquote, got the uh, the the real murderer of, of Tupac. Yeah, that Omar was Shaquille. Really? Shug, yeah.
1: Shug, Shug, Supposedly, Shug finally gave up who killed Tupac. Yo, this um, world is crazy. and it was supposed to be um, a, a bodyguard. That was associated with Death Row Records, who was trying to take over Death Row from Shug. according to Shug, is a BT um, exclusive too. So according to Shug, um, this bodyguard was trying to take Death Row from him and his way of doing it was to kill him. So he try so Tupac wasn't supposed to get killed that night. It was supposed to be Suge. That was supposed to be taken out. Which is crazy. Niggas want yo, niggas want us to believe that story? I don't know. Two
0: months later? The Tupac movie is coming out? You want us to believe that or the conspiracy theorist something has awoken?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. People feel like I don't
0: know. Tupac Shug... movie
1: coming out in two months. People feel like Suge had more of a hand in that shit, so I don't
0: know.
1: I don't know, That's but... like saying Diddy don't know who killed
0: Biggie. Come on, nigga. Come on. Somebody know something. Y'all too, y'all, y'all too close to each other. Yeah. Suge was in the car when Pac got murked. Big, uh, uh, Diddy was in the car and Big, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know, X. I don't know. These rap niggas, man. I don't
1: know. I just, let
0: me be in the car, God forbid, let me be in the car and one of my best friends get killed. Somebody gonna say Distinguished, no. Somebody gonna yeah, say Yeah, they it.
1: gonna, they, they gonna be like, Distinguished, you know who shot your nigga. I mean, it's hard. It's hard, though, because if it's an inside job, then yeah, I feel like you know. If it's some outside nigga that, that did it, I don't know how you would know. I
0: know for a fact Somebody know who tried to murk Troy Ave a few
1: weeks ago. Somebody know. That's oh. close to that nigga. I mean, but that seemed like it was calculated, <laughs> though. Like, like, what if it was a robbery? You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was a robbery, I'm saying someone in your camp may mm-hmm. not know that. I don't know. I believe in premeditated robberies. I believe in premeditated murder. Niggas, yeah, is, really, for sure.
0: niggas is plotting,
1: and they just go. But not all the time, though. Some niggas might sort a of nice car and be like, oh, I'm just murk this nigga
0: rip like, random? Like, What like... Maserati in Brooklyn, bro. You might not see that, though. <laughs> you might, but the chances of you see the Maserati Slim, you might see Atlanta. on oh, Eastern Parkway? These oh, niggas are wild yeah, over yeah, there, yeah, man. You might,
1: you might. The Jewish community don't play that, though. And I keep hearing that Rockaway Beach is, like, crazy, too.
0: Yeah, well, there's a few hoods. You know, Rockaway Beach, you know, so Red like, Fern, you know those, what I mean? It's those a some, some
1: hoods in Rock- Rockaway. Those are some spots I could see niggas, like, pulling up in a nice whip and niggas being like, I'm taking that. And it'd yeah. be... You know, not saying that inside jobs don't happen because that's definitely the case. Like, in these particular situations, I feel like an inside man didn't know.
0: But when it comes to rappers, though, bro, a lot of rappers be on that street, 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 street shit. And then when shit happened to their mans or the bodyguard, it's like, yo, you know, I'm going to pay for my man's funeral or whatever. But, yo, I don't,
1: I don't even really know what happened. I don't like that shit, though. Like, yeah. Yo, like, you know if what you- happened? If you do know what happened, I think it's corny that you don't say nothing, but it's the street mentality of no snitching. But but
0: it's not even that. It's the, the niggas like, yo, I still got a career. That was just a bodyguard.
1: Oh, that was just my road manager. Because that, interview, up. that interview with Troy, they said yeah. that nigga wasn't his bodyguard. Right. His with, brother came out and was like, That's, that wasn't his bodyguard. Right, which is like, all right, so what the fuck was he? Troy, Troy claimed that was his man's. Troy claimed that was his bodyguard. And his mans. Yeah, which is, ah, ah, So, like, to make it seem like he took that bullet for him as the bodyguard. Right. But the brother's making it seem like that nigga wouldn't have took a bullet for you as no bodyguard. He would have took it for you as your mans. And you know that. And you trying to placate it to make it seem like, you know, he did his quote-unquote job. But really, did you do your job as a friend? Did you let your friend die for you? Instead of like breaking that situation up and making sure nobody died that night.
0: Yo, I'm learning that yo, as 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 rappers, whether you for the hood part of hip hop or not, when the hood shit comes, nigga, nigga, you gonna have to choose a side. Because now that this path that Troy is on, and you know, even the whole Tupac and Biggie thing, a few niggas fell off behind that because I I think deep down inside they wasn't fully really with that life. Tupac is dead. What well, think is, is this: a few niggas know who they really are versus like, who they not. Like Troy,
1: Troy called it. Let's really talk about it. If you stay in that hood, shit, you're less commercial. It's harder for Pepsi to come behind you. True. It's harder. Don't even, don't even talk about for, Pepsi. Like, harder Fuck for Coke. Niggas. It's harder for Sprite. It's harder for all these companies to to come behind you because you you pushing a hood a hood life.
0: Well, so, that's true
1: because now now to think about it. Jeezy is a
0: big-name rapper, but Jeezy ain't got no he don't big got distribution mad endorsements. Deal. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of endorsements. Right, he might have endorsements with, like, that liquor or, like, some Right, that the hood drink. shit. Right, the hood shit. But, like, some big commercial shit like Sprite or coca Look at Yachty.
1: This nigga Yachty oh, got
0: he on some other a shit right Sprite
1: now. joint. That nigga's not the nicest, clearly. Yachty got
0: a brand-new single out, too. I was like, damn, son, I kind of like
1: this. You, the I Spy? That's, uh, that's not his. That's his man's. I'm like, damn, I kind of like I Spy that with my yeah. little eye. I- uh, y'all, Yo, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Please make sure that.
0: Sarah! You... oh, what's good, homie? Please make sure
1: that you are sharing the episode. Share the episode. Share the episode. Thank you. I
0: hope we helping you out on your daytime, boo. she says she fuck with our show sometimes. But she having a rough day.
1: Oh, lit, lit, lit. I fuck lit, with that girl.
0: You better light that ass on fire.
1: Yo. <laughs> um, I was actually listening to a couple of episodes, and we we sound kind of misogynistic sometimes. So we might need to. You might have to check that out, but um, Joey fucking badass. He dropped an album the album last week. Classic. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Uh, for me, it was like a about a seven. Tiffany, who that?
0: Oh, hey boo, hey. Um,
1: Ebony yeah.
0: eyes. Yes, it was about a seven for me. Nah, it was about. To me, to to, to me to me, it goes down as a classic hip hop album. I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to get that shit at ten.
1: Yeah, for, I mean, for me, it's a seven because I just felt like a lot of the themes that he had, he he went over them several times in like different songs, like the same stuff. I just felt like he could have picked different topics to talk about. But
0: I feel like he was channeling different emotions in, in each song. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really, no, I, I get what you're saying because he did stick with a lot of the themes throughout the entire course of the project. I do think though the beat selection and how he got on the tracks actually helped out. Mm-hmm. He didn't give me a J Cole. He didn't give me a Nas. He didn't give me. He like gave me a Joey Badass. He gave me a Joey Badass. I have to say, he, he very original, very original with how he approaches with project. this
1: day and age. With this day and age, correct. Because uh, he went very boom bap. I feel like, and it didn't hurt him. Like it wasn't to the point it's where it was hurt like because people are gonna say that's
0: his core. That's, yeah, that's what they're gonna say yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and devastated is one of my favorite tracks, so right the, I of think, all time i,
0: I think i don't I don't know
1: all the names of the track. The
0: second track is my favorite i know the the opening track he made a video for in the desert, but the second track is my I think favorite. I know what
1: Trini's talking about my it's, um, people,
0: some shit and it's like he he has like a chorus of
1: people he sing, in it. yeah he's yeah. singing on it so yeah.
0: fucking dope like that shit make that shit made me want to cry. man my cousin was in the car with me, man, Flo looked so suspect, he always looked suspect yeah, it's okay. he,
1: all of us dying in here that's what it is, right. and it's hot.
0: Everybody black, I got this fucking shit on. Like, I'm about to go fucking help somebody get married. I don't know what's
1: going <laughs> on. This week is fucked up, but the show must go on. Yeah. Um. So, what I really fucked with with Joey was he came through and he went on a lot of New York radio stations and he basically. Did you see
0: the interview he had with Angie?
1: Yeah, he told Yo. all these niggas off. Like, God, son. y'all nigga niggas. Made me cry. He was like, yo, y'all niggas really don't wanna see new niggas come up. RIP Steez, man, great soul, man. Oh man. yeah, that was that was a Damn, lit.
0: Damn, son that track was fire.
1: But he said, like, y'all don't wanna see new blood come up. And y'all don't really fuck with new artists either. And I find that to be true. I feel like New York, New York radio is probably one of the hardest to either become a personality.
0: It doesn't represent us properly either
1: sometimes. Nah, too. because I went, when I went to Detroit, it was yeah, it was the was it Detroit? It was Detroit. I think it was Detroit. Um all the niggas on there were millennials, bro. Oh wow. They, they were had, like
0: running the scene. Oh, yeah, wow. they
1: had a lot of millennials on there. That's how it's supposed to be though. New blood, they had <laughs> they, they little segments, you know what I mean? Like Usher in the new blood. Hour or 2 <laughs> The, everybody on New York radio is, like, 30 and up, bro. Right. <clears throat> Every right. one of these niggas. And, and not to say that 30 is OD, but y'all not getting no new blood, son. Like, y'all not trying to bring in no new personalities, no new nothing to, to what happens when it's time for Funk Flex to retire. Who's taking that spot? It's coming. I mean, it, it's going to be hard to take that spot, too. It's going to be hard. No one's going to really take that spot, because... He hasn't really groomed anybody or, or brought anybody in. Like Hot 97 has nothing but old niggas on it, bro.
0: That's a fact.
1: I don't know. I don't the know, newest person is
0: Drewski. Drewski and Laura Styles. I think she's only been there for like four or five years now.
1: Drewski, Laura Styles, and then they got Young Chow, who's been on the Caribbean tip for a while. But none and of them immortal, niggas. Yeah. None of them niggas is getting prime time though. No, they're not.
0: They're Drewski they're is not. late night.
1: Chow is late night. So um, it's kind of like, yo, what are y'all gonna do when the changing of guards come?
0: I think radio should take the same, uh, the same doctrine, the same dogma, like, uh, like a Costco or BJ's. When you work at Costco's and when you work at BJ's, even the person that's uh, uh taking your receipts and they're swiping it at the door to check all the items, that same person the next day could be the person that's the cashier. The the next day, that person could be the person that's um upstairs counting all the other uh, inventory. The next day that could be the janitor. Mm-hmm. They switch so that everybody becomes versatile in a position so that it doesn't get old. Everybody kind of knows the same shit. The radio, the 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 time motherfuckers have been there forever. They're almost like the fucking gatekeepers. And then you got the niggas at nighttime, 12 and 2. Them niggas never get a, a shot at doing something. Prom time, like a two to six, like an Angie Martinez. Or Only like on a, like holidays, right? And shit like right, that. which is fucked up to me. Like, yo, are you really trying to groom them, or are you trying to keep them stifled? Like they're not growing. So commercial facts, money payouts, control, spends, not quality. Facts, facts.
1: Um, I mean, off and on about that, I know what you're saying, but in terms of like the personalities, I just feel like. At some point, y'all gotta realize not that your time is up because I wouldn't wanna see a shakeup on the Breakfast Club. Like, I wouldn't wanna see. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. But I would wanna. They got a few more years. I, I would want Charlemagne or Angie or Envy to bring in someone new and be like, yo, this nigga mad funny. Charlemagne, we right here. Groom us. <laughs> Deadass. And that's another thing. I don't think there's mentorship. Like, there's nobody, nah, they not looking. And, and the crazy part is, Niggas are so caught up with social media numbers that they're not looking for real talent. That's everything, though, bro. Like, you go to a record label right now, bro, and try to get a
0: deal or try to allow them to listen to your music. i never forget. I- I'm not going to say the dude's name, but shout out to somebody that was looking out for me on Wall Street. Uh, he uh, he works for advertisement and uh, uh promotion uh, company. So I went there one day when I was on the clock, and uh, I... Uh, I, I was like, yo, listen, I'm an artist, uh, but I, I do this job thing part-time. Hey, listen, can you take my music? That was a time when me and you was going to um LA last year. Got so you. I had my shit in the professional way, he gave it to me. He's like, All right, I like how this looks. He's like, but I don't make the decision. But then he was like, Bob, uh, he's he said by 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 uh by chance though, do you know how many followers you have on Instagram? Because that's one of the first things they're gonna ask for. The music could be dope, but they wanna know what your followers are like. They wanna know if people can actually put money into you he was like, you know what I mean? I went to it. He was like, the visuals look good. You know, photos are dope. But the followers are not up there. So I don't know if they even going to listen to it. See, like, the, thing, the
1: thing is this, though. I know a couple people that like got signed. What happens is this. They may sign you if they think you're really dope and you got that connect. Mm-hmm. But you're automatically shelved. You know, mm-hmm. like I have a homeboy. He signed. But you don't hear his music because he his following is not that high. You damn. know, we're talking about may, maybe breaking two thousand on Instagram or whatever the case may be. Damn. So he signed, he signed the epic, but you know, you don't hear much about. It. Like they, gave, they started out with a strong campaign in the beginning when they first signed him, mm-hmm. but it was short lived. It was about like a three month campaign, and then damn, it was like, all right, that's all you get. Like
0: he signed to the same situation. Well, he was signed, to but the same thing
1: situation. is, that's that's why you got to go in. With the following. If you don't go in with the following, then they can do that to you. So that's when the following becomes important. If you go in 150K, they got to treat you differently because that's 150 people that they can end up pissing off if they don't do it right. If they don't... <clears throat> Shout out to... Uh, to just piggyback on this.
0: Dax said some shit that I always was... I actually was alluding to it a few weeks ago when uh Basquiat's mom put up something on uh social media, he was saying something like, Yo, if the artists cannot afford the camera person to be at their shows to take the photos,